I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of Point Spread Sunday here from the South Point Hotel and Casino. I'm Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard. Pritch, it is time. We've been talking about it in the first hour. We were teasing it on multiple times, but it's time to give our picks in week three of the National Football League. Pritch, I'm going to give you the honors of going first because I have way too many, so we're going to have to (laughs) save that for last. Like I said, volume shooter, but you're a little more selective, so... Why don't you share with the folks who you like here today in the Sunday slate? I am selective, Femi. I think it's early on to kind of uh, pump the brakes a little bit at times, even though I get excited <laughs> about the season. All uh, gas, no brakes. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I have the governor on at this point with my bets. Uh, so, here we go with the Patriots. I did this earlier in the week. Uh, I wasn't anticipating this line moving, to be honest with you, but uh, since we've done the program this morning, and the line obviously has, has shifted a little bit. But I, I took the Patriots minus three now. It's not because of home field. Uh, it's more because of the Saints being inconsistent offensively. Uh, and I think they're going through some stuff uh, there between what they want to be and who they have uh, and, and what who they can become with who they have. Basically mm-hmm. uh, available for weapons there with Jameis Winston. Uh, and then also, you know, you look at that defense with the injuries. They are a vaunted defense. They are a playoff caliber defense. Now, Latimer coming back is going to help. But on the other side with Mac Jones and what he presents from an efficiency standpoint, from a guy that has the confidence of the coaching staff, I mean, it's a complicated offense that they run up there, and he's grasped that. Uh, And now is he taking off and running with it? No, not yet. He's a rookie. 
but they have a solid running game if Trent Brown can go. Yep. Uh, you know, that's that's the key there, too. Uh, but then also, you know, Jameis Winston unsettled offensively right now on the road again uh, in terms of a game, not so much because they're uprooted. I just think it's an opportunity there for the Patriots. So I, I, I grabbed the three early on. And then I had some teasers there uh, because I just didn't trust the situations with the quarterbacks. Uh, so we talked about this before, uh, you know, the Falcons and the Giants. I don't trust either situation. So I teased up uh, the Falcons as well as the Broncos. Yeah, the former uh, Pritch team teaser. Former team teaser. It. There, I know. I was going to do a three-one, three-team, uh, three-way with the Seahawks, but I didn't do that uh, because that line has moved in favor of the Seahawks. We'll get to that yeah. too. But uh, yeah, that's my card. Uh, those are my tickets uh, going into this uh, this weekend. Yeah, so you have the Chiefs and Cardinals. So the Chiefs down to one, Cardinals down to one and a half, and then of course the Broncos down to forty-four and a half, mm-hmm. and the Falcons up to eight and a half, as well as the Patriots minus three out there in Foxborough. So, folks, I hope you have the pen and paper ready <laughs> because here comes the buffet. I give you enough time. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I, I got enough time. I'm, I'm looking at the clock. I see enough time here All right. as I unveil my ten selections here in Week Three of the NFL. We are in lockstep in Foxborough because I am on Patriots minus three. Like you said, I just see this as being as a game as it's going to be lower scoring possessions are going to be so valuable. I see on one side, you have a quarterback who has a propensity to turn the ball over. And on the other side, a quarterback who's pretty safe with the football. Give me the quarterback who's safe with the football. Mac Jones, even though he's the rookie mm-hmm. crazy to say that out loud, mm-hmm. but I think Bill Belichick does just enough to get Jameis Winston to make mistakes. I like Patriots minus three. I said the Falcons had the best chance of the 0-2 ATS teams to cover. I got them on my card. Falcons plus three. I laid out the points in the last segment there, but it's Matt Ryan against Daniel Jones. If you're going to give me three, I'm going to take Matt Ryan and the three points there with the Atlanta Falcons. Steelers minus three. Now, I made this bet earlier in the week when it was looking like TJ Watt could play. Uh, He's been ruled out. I still like it, though, even though he's out because this Bengals team, that offensive line has so many issues, and I get the Steelers are banged up up front, but that Bengals offensive line hasn't shown or proved that they can block anybody. Mm -hmm. And you've given me Pittsburgh at home in a spot where it's a bounce back spot after losing outright to the Raiders last week. I like the Steelers to get back on track. I think Ben kind of... We we know him to sandbag a little bit there. (laughs) The the peck injury, it's something, but I don't think it it hampers him for being able to have some success on the offensive side of the ball there. Chiefs minus six and a half. I got that earlier in the week at minus 120 juice. Important to point that out. But I like this Chiefs team. I just think this is a, a buy low spot on Kansas City. Nobody really is rushing to back this team as they're two and 11 against the spread in their last 13 games. But you're giving me Patrick Mahomes. Less than a touchdown at home against an AFC West opponent. I know there's familiarity, but Andy Reid in September is amazing against the spread. So I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs as well in this game. In the game in Las Vegas, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins plus four and a half. This is just too much of an overreaction to what we've seen from the Raiders thus far. There were underdogs in week one, underdogs in week two, win both games outright. We all talked about it last week, how it was such a difficult travel spot for them. Short week, going to the East Coast, early time window, but they won the game outright. Mm-hmm. So now I think the market has adjusted too much in favor of the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that line is actually down to three and a half now I'm seeing at the odds boards, even some places at a three. So if you like the Miami Dolphins, grab it now because that one I think is probably going to close Juice three and a half or maybe even three against the Las Vegas Raiders. Plus, I get it that Tua Tonga of is injured, but 
I don't think there's much of a drop-off to Jacoby Brissett. And now that Brissett is not being thrust into that role, he's had a week of practice. Will Fuller is going to make his debut for this Miami Dolphins team. Um, I think the Dolphins are able to stay within that number. I think the Dolphins are actually live to win that game. We'll get to that in just a moment. The game of the day, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. Now, I got Bucks money line last Sunday. Right. When the lines came out, I was like, you're giving me plus money with Tom Brady. I'm taking plus money with Tom Brady. Bucks money line. I know they're without JBP. I know they're without Antonio Brown, but that team is so loaded, so much depth. And also, I'm just a little bit lower on this Rams team than the market is. I bet the Colts last week. That was one of my two winners last week mm-hmm. um, on, the, on the line because I just think this Rams team – they're good, but I don't think they're great. And I think today, after the game, we're going to find out that they're punching up in another weight class. And this Bucks team is really one of the true contenders out there. And the Rams have a little bit of work to do if they want to get into that classification there. Then also the Sunday night game. Give me the 49ers minus three. I get it. Rodgers is getting points in a primetime game, but he's getting points for a reason. Sure. They're banged up on the offensive line. Their defense can't stop the run. Detroit Lions, I don't know why they stopped running the ball last Monday night. They probably could have covered that number of 11 and a half there at Lambeau Field. But this Packers defense didn't really give me too much to uh, trust, Mm -hmm. at least from what I saw in Monday night's game. And the offense kind of struggled a little bit at times, but they were able to blow the game open once kind of Detroit started to turn the ball over. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball some more. And until the Packers can prove that they can stop it, I don't see how they're able to get off the field here in that game. Then also have a play in the Monday night football game. Eagles, give me the three and a half points there. This is just a game that I think is a toss-up game. It's two evenly matched teams. I'd say Dallas is a little bit better, but I would say it's it just feels like a field goal game. Dallas is so banged up on the mm-hmm. defensive line, whether it be injuries or COVID list. Uh, I know the Eagles are without Jordan Mailata, their left tackle. He's been ruled out. It'll be Andre Dillard, their first round pick actually now playing in that one. So that scares me a little bit there, but I don't think Dallas's defense has shown enough. Now I know they were opportunistic against the chargers last week, but I still haven't seen enough for them to feel confident in laying more than a field goal, even if it is against the Eagles team that looked a little pedestrian at times last week against the San Francisco 49ers on offense. But the 49ers have a better defense than the Dallas Cowboys, so I'm not as concerned. My teaser of the day, Ravens down to one and a half, Vikings up to plus eight. Seahawks play close games. Pete Carroll says you can't win the game until the fourth quarter. That'll be a one-score game Mm -hmm. either way. I think the Seahawks win, but I see that being maybe a Seahawks victory by three or so. Uh, So I'll take the Vikings if I can get them over a touchdown like I did in this teaser. Then also a money line parlay. I'm not a big parlay better. In fact, this is my first NFL parlay, and I think in about two years. Okay. But I think these dogs can be frisky today. Washington football team plus 300. Chicago Bears plus 290. I am in the Justin Fields camp. We have been waiting for him to play. He's going to make his first start here against the Cleveland Browns. We'll get to that game more here later on in the hour. But I like Chicago plus 290 there against the Cleveland Browns. And also, I mentioned the Dolphins, all the points that I laid out. Give me that plus 175. (laughs) That's a 50-50 coin flip game, I think, between the Dolphins and the Raiders. So that parley, football team, Bears, Dolphins, pays out just under 42 to 1. So just don't go crazy with it. Just a little splash, sure. maybe, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, slurpy money okay. that you want to put on there, and uh, maybe you can get a nice little payday. We'll see how that one turns out. If I get those two, Washington and Chicago, then it could be a hedge situation later on in that second window later on this afternoon. But a lot on the menu for me, <laughs> as you can see. Uh, I, I, I like to eat come NFL just a, Sunday. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a tad. Um, yeah, that's a buffet plate right there for sure, right? So, Excess amount of sides. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's a buffet play growing up here. Um, 
one of the hotels, resorts, the Circus Circus, they had mm-hmm. the buffet plate. Uh, and so they had buffet plates, which was a normal size. And then they would show, this was when I was a kid, yep. they would show this massive plate uh, for the Circus Circus buffet. That's what you have right there with that card. <laughs> Like, you're in everybody's <laughs> camp, by the way. Not yeah. just the Moneyline camp, but the Bears, Justin Fields. You're in everybody's camp today. I, I, I really am. I was looking at the list of games. I was like, gosh, I'm like, I pretty much have only two that I'm not involved with here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, obviously, like I mentioned at the top, volume shooter. Sure. Uh, I, I like to shoot a lot early on in the season. Now I scale back later on once I grow for respect for the market, once we all kind of figure out who's good, who's bad. But uh, You do early, have good early, numbers, though. Th- yeah. I, I tried to get right. the, the best of the number. I know some of those it's kind of bounced back against me. The New England one, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, we obviously if we had we had known, we would have bet it today versus earlier in the week. There, right. also Pittsburgh. I wish I had waited on the Watt news. Um, it looked like he was going to play. He was limited all week, but uh, they, they said the door or the window was open a little bit, and and he said how much open it was. It's open, cracked open, <laughs> or it could be wide open, but it's open. Uh, apparently, it's closed. Yeah. For, for this yeah. week, as he's not playing there, was there a game that almost made your card that you just kind of hung back on? Uh, that the Seattle Seahawks and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So uh, I agree with you. I, I think, you know, Seattle's just that possession type game, uh, right, in the fourth quarter. Uh, now it's it's ticking up. I, I think Seattle's laying two now. But I like your teaser situation with the Vikings uh, plus eight right there. So I was waiting on that one. I'll probably add that one after the show, though. There we go. Always be adding. These markets fluctuate. Mm-hmm. And as we progress throughout this morning, obviously the line's will be fluctuating as well as we learn more of the information of the inactives, who's in, who's out. That, of course, is very vital information when you are betting in the National Football League. But you mentioned the Vikings and the Seahawks. That's one of four afternoon games here on today's slate. We'll break them down here on the other side of this commercial break. You are watching Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. 
Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is Point Spread Sunday here from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi and Bebefe, Mike Pritchard, we're having fun here. Yes. Shows flying by week number three in the National Football League. And let's break down these afternoon games. The biggest game of the day, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Los Angeles Rams. We're actually seeing some line movement. That game at Circa and Westgate is down to a pick em. Mm-hmm. Now, this line was one and a half for much of the week here. It opened Rams were favored by right. one and a half on last Sunday. And then quickly that Bucks money came in there from respected and public betters. Now it's now down to Rams pick South point. You can still get the bucks minus one DraftKings has the bucks minus one and a half. Still total still sitting at 55 and a half, but a little mind movement. Some, some, some LA money coming in here as folks uh, get close to kickoff here later on 125. this game underway, Brady and the bucks against Stafford mm-hmm. and the Rams, you know, it's cr- incredible for me to think about the Tom Brady effect. Like they were staggering a little bit. Last year, uh, and then they had to buy a week and then iron everything up uh, and no longer staggering. And they're standing upright and, and throwing blows right now. And uh, the score over 30 points for nine straight games is that's incredible. That's really impressive. It really is impressive. And they've drafted well, too. And Devin White, uh, you know, they they've uh, acquired players through free agency and they fit in. But uh, it's the glue, though. The glue is Tom Brady and that culture. Uh, and I don't care what you say about any other situation in the National Football League in history. I have never seen anything like this or, or remember anybody talking about something like this, this effect. And now they take it on the road. And so we'll find out what the Rams are about, though. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are at a point where everybody is going to give them their best shot. And so if you look at last week's game against the Colts for the Rams, maybe they're looking ahead. Yeah. You know, let's go back home and take care of business. Uh, against Tom Brady because everybody's going to be focused on that game. So uh, we're going to find out a lot about the Rams. They didn't play their starters through in preseason. Uh, Stafford has settled in. They're, they're lighting up the scoreboard at, at, at times. Uh, and then defensively still have Aaron Donald uh, and guys like that on that side of the ball. So this is a matchup everybody wanted to see for a long time. And we haven't not surprised at all about the line at this point. Yeah, this game, 
it to me it feels like it's such a Rams litmus test mm-hmm. that it's like you mentioned that they were, might have been looking ahead in Indianapolis last week to saying all right let's get home and play this Tampa Bay right. team because Tampa is is the that's who you're judging yourself against it's these guys won the Super Bowl a year ago they they haven't lost since that Chiefs game before mm-hmm. the bye week so this Rams team I'm sure you're going to get a focused effort it's going to be the kitchen sink effort almost like it's a desperate team even though they are 2 and 0 just because they want to be where the Bucks were last year. They have all the expectations. I believe fourteen to one to win the Super Bowl uh, at the start of the season. There, it's it, it's almost like they put too much pressure on themselves in this game because I get it. The Rams, they're at home. Uh, it, to most people, it feels like a pick'em game, but to me, I just don't see this team there. And I can see them making this a bigger deal than what it actually is. And the Bucks being able to come in. No pressure. We're Super Bowl champs. This right. game is a September game. Let's go through, go out there and execute like the football teams like to say there and go out there and they might stun this team early on because the Rams have made this into something that's so much bigger than it actually is. It's still a week three game in the NFL. It, it is, but it is a big game because of the people involved, though, uh, Femi. Like if we had defensive minded head coaches in this one, then everything you said, I think would be true. Hey, it's just another game on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we execute and get better. You know, those kind of cliches. Right. But you have McVay and you have B.A. Bruce Arians on the other side. Those guys want to light up the scoreboard uh, in terms of the ego. Uh, and then also they want to see their offenses with their quarterbacks now. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, now the guy that McVay wanted, Matthew Stafford, sure. Uh, so I go back several years ago when we had the Rams and the Chiefs, yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes and Goff, and that was a shootout. That, that Monday Night Football right, game. Right, yeah. that was a shootout. So uh, I don't think this one's going to be any different in terms of the attitude. Now the players are going to decide it if it's going to be a shootout or not. Um, but we'll see. I, I think when you look at the secondary two for Tampa Bay, and if you're McVay, you want to attack that. Uh, you figure you can hold up front, up front with your offensive line, uh, and then attack that. And then on the other side, if you're Tom Brady, you, you got to be precise. Probably uh, short passes because of Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd. I mean, you got some guys that can get after him and, and make him uncomfortable. So uh, it, it, it sounds like, and it presents itself as one of those type of games. I hope it plays out that way, uh, but you know, from a betting perspective, you look at this number and it makes all the sense in the world. It really does. You're lucky to get that plus money situation right there with yeah, the uh, Bucks. And it might be my bias thinking that oh, they're <laughs> going to make this into a bigger deal because obviously uh, my pockets will be rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a game that even if I had nothing on it. It's so intriguing just because I'm lower on the Rams. I know some prospective people are lower on the Rams than what the market is saying, but it's such a good test for this Los Angeles Rams team to kind of just take it as a data point. Even if you have nothing involved in it, take it as a data point. See what the ceiling is for this Rams team. Ultimately, if they play the Bucs close, if they beat them, then they're probably going to be right there neck and neck with Tampa Mm -hmm. Bay in the market because they'll have that game up on them in the tiebreaker. They'd have the inside track on that number one seed in the NFC. So definitely take a close look at this game. I'm sure so many people will be doing that total 55 and a half. If we go over that one, baby, eight touchdowns worth, (laughs) that that could be a fun one. So player props, fantasy people, uh, that is definitely the game for you indeed out there in Los Angeles at that beautiful SoFi Stadium there. Uh, The Denver Broncos and the New York Jets. I know we touched on this game earlier. But I want to touch on the total because that line has come down. It was it was 11 and a half earlier this week. Now it's down to 10. But the total has continued to come down as well. Opened 43. Now at 41 and a half, pretty much across the board. DraftKings has 42. That's such a low total. Mm-hmm. I understand it. But as we saw last Thursday between the football team and the Giants, 
all it takes is just a couple quick TD drives, and you're behind the eight ball if you bet that game under. Do you maybe play this game as a contrarian over based on especially what we saw offensively from Denver with Teddy Bridgewater? They've been efficient, 300 yards passing last week, three TDs. They can move the ball pretty well. Do you maybe play contrarian over, or are you just so out on this Jets offense entirely? Well, I'm out on the Jets offense, but then the Broncos in their first two games slow, slow out the gates, though. Like, a lot of their production came in the second half. Uh, when you think about the Giants and you also think about the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, the mm. second half and, um, you know, evolving that way and, and, and certainly being efficient that way. Now, Teddy Bridgewater, he is steady Teddy. He has been for a long time and certainly this year too. Now, the Broncos at home, home field advantage with the fans back, maybe they have something in the game plan to kind of excite everybody early on. Who knows? Now, the effect of the altitude uh, for the visiting team takes place in that first quarter. Because you can't breathe and you're on the oxygen. But once your body acclimates and you get used to it a little bit more throughout the game, now you settle in. So uh, with the Jets being the Jets again, same old Jets, Femi, uh, <laughs> I expect them to have a slow start too, especially with that Denver Broncos defense and, and the fans and Zach Wilson where he is as a quarterback. Uh, but on the other side, if the Broncos are still slow out the gate, then that under is real. Uh, I, I don't know if I would bet it over at this point. It's interesting you mentioned that first quarter point right there. At Circa, the Broncos are minus three on the first quarter line. That's a lot for, yeah. for a quarter there. And you mentioned how they started slow. Mm -hmm. But if this if this Jets team is gasping for air, 7 nothing's all you need there sure. to cover that game. Sure. You get a nice touchdown drive and the Jets start slow and you're able to cash that ticket. That's a quick and easy sweat for you uh, as a first quarter better there. It's a little little risque for me. Uh, I like to play full <laughs> games and halves, but mm -hmm. uh, if folks want to play that uh, storyline, they can definitely play that one first quarter Broncos minus three. The game that's going to be taking place not too far from us here out in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, the Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Miami Dolphins. Raiders now down to three and a half minus 105 as the consensus line. This line got up as high as four and a half earlier this week with the news that Tua Tagovailoa was going to be out. The total continues to go down now at 44. The consensus line at South Point, it's even 43 and a half here. It feels like we're in store for a lower scoring game here. And I, 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 I'm on Miami money line okay. and with the points there. But I wanted to get your take on this game here and just how you see these two teams, the Raiders being kind of the surprise team in the AFC thus far. Yeah, they are a surprise team. I think a lot of people were down on the Raiders uh, from a win total standpoint, and certainly uh, Coach Gruden, what he's done in offseason, Mike Mayock maybe under fire because of draft picks uh, of that nature. But uh, they played well, uh, you know, back-to-back -back impressive outings against two playoff caliber teams uh, when you think about Baltimore and Pittsburgh. But now you face a situation, and that's what I'm going to call this one for the Las Vegas Raiders. They have not started 3-0 and since 2002. <laughs> that was back when they were good. <laughs> right, <laughs> going to Super Bowls. Bowl. Right, right. So uh, I, I think that's in front of them, and they've been reminded of that. So there's an opportunity for the Raiders uh, to, to do that. I wonder how important that is to the Raiders as opposed to beating the Dolphins. You yeah. know, when, when you have been historically bad that way as an organization, you know, that kind of filters in there. Uh, but I, I like the other side with the Dolphins in terms of they're going to have Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddell, and Fuller together. Uh, we'll see what that looks like with a capable quarterback and Brissett. Full week of prep preparation mm -hmm. for Jacoby Brissett after being thrust into that role last week when Tua got hurt in the second series. I spoke with Chris Andrews on Friday on My Guys in the Desert. He said 9-1 to one ticket count in favor of the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> in this game. That line keeps coming down. Wow. Do with that information what you will.
It's yes, interesting to it note. is interesting stuff to note there, but uh, the Raiders obviously going to get a lot of public support. And if they win, it could be a golden Knights situation here for the Raiders is the, if they keep making money for this hometown crowd <laughs> out here in the desert here, but don't go away because on the other side, we're talking prime time games, green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. Also the Monday night game, Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Dallas Cowboys. We'll break them down here on point spread Sunday. You're watching VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insight on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over, Under, and Against the Spread Bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. It is Point Spread Sunday from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. And we got some primetime showdowns and one on Sunday Night Football that could be an NFC title game preview. Mm-hmm. A couple contenders, Green Bay Packers visiting the San Francisco 49ers. Packers are three-point underdogs total at 50 and a half. Now, that total has been one that a lot of respected betters have hit the over. I believe it opened at 48. They hit 48 and a half, 49, 49 and a half. Now we're sitting at 50 and a half in this kickoff at 520. But we mentioned it earlier in the first hour. Packers banged up on right. the offensive line. Elton Jenkins. He's going to be ruled out. He's the guy that was replacing David Bakhtiari, who's already on the pup list. They're all pro left tackle there. The 49ers, to me, offensively, last week, obviously an under, just kind of unimpressive against the Eagles, but the Eagles are a difficult defense. How do you see them going up against this Packers defense that can be had, ultimately, from what we've seen so far this season? Yeah, you know, they um, have some questions they need answered. You know, Smith, uh, can it get pressure? He's out, I believe. Is Darius, yes, Darius Smith, Smith yep. is out, yeah, on uh, so, IR. Yep, on IR. So, you know, where is that production going to come from? Uh, and then they had a new defensive coordinator that mm-hmm. they're still working through. So uh, this is the product of all these changes for an organization in the offseason and then now having questions. Is it working? Uh, and I think everybody's going to have those questions that, to some extent. Uh, but you're the Packers. You go back-to-back seasons 13-3, and three, but yet you're still tinkering. Uh, you're not tinkering enough if you're Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and then on the defense, you're tinkering with the defense. And so uh, that's unsettling, I think, and new players too. And so the settling effect, and that's why I've been hesitant about having the volume of plays there. You would think the, <laughs> the advantages would go to the 49ers, too, yep. defensively with the front. But then their secondary is challenged, though, uh, with injuries and, and uh, you know, players that they no longer have from a leadership standpoint. Richard Sherman was a tremendous uh, presence uh, back there. So was Robert Sala. Now he's moved on. So they got a new coordinator. There's so many different parts or moving parts for me in this one. And then I settled on the quarterback situation. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. Has he prepared himself well enough now to not look like he's in preseason? Yeah. Because he's still missing with timing throws, and he's still overthrowing players on the field on game day. And that's bothering him. You can tell it's bothering him. So, But it's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to fix that. He's going to correct that. And probably on this stage, if I'm betting this one, I'm betting that he corrects that. Yeah, a lot of money and support has come in on the Green Bay Packers. 79% of the tickets, 73% of the money. Because the, the logic, I understand it. You get Aaron Rodgers, the mm-hmm. reigning MVP. You're giving me points. 
it, it makes sense. It adds up one plus one equals two. Sure. But sometimes as betters, we have to look further into the equation. Right. When you look at the injuries on the offensive line and also the 49ers, they're expected to get back cornerback Emmanuel Mosley. He's missed the first two games. So that at least should help their secondary to some degree. Now he's not an impact player like uh, he's a body. Stephon Gilmore <laughs> or Marshawn Lattimore, sure. but he's a body who yep. has starting experience on a, a secondary that quite frankly needs it after Jason Verrett went out and now they're, they're starting Josh Norman. Mm-hmm. Like this is not 2015. So that's never a good sign when you're starting Josh Norman in 2021 in your secondary. But Eric Armstead, he was DNP, DNP Wednesday and Thursday, was limited on Friday with an adductor injury. Expected to play, but that's another one to monitor later on in this evening and afternoon when the inactives come out there. But this 49ers team, it it feels like it feels like a matchup thing to me, at least, especially what we saw two years ago sure. in the Sunday night football game. Then again, in the NFC title game, they just destroyed the Packers both games to where I'm like, God, the Packers just might not, from an X's no standpoint, be able to keep up with this 49ers team. I know they won last year, but that was a Niners team right. starting Nick Mullins and they were decimated by COVID. So I'm curious to see how the Packers respond. And if they get down early, it could be once again, here we go again, out in California, getting blown out. You know, next week we got to do the R-E-L-A-X press conference again, relax and all that stuff. It could be an in-game spot to kind of see how these teams play. I feel like the first quarter is going to tell us a lot about how this full game is going to play out. That's not bad to think about from an in-game perspective too, because of the stage and uh, typically Big-time quarterbacks rise to the occasion on a big stage. And and I think Aaron Rodgers, what you said is so true. Uh, when you get dismantled by the 49ers, it leads to the fact that Aaron Rodgers wants more parts. Yeah, Like, this is why we're getting crushed right now, because we don't have enough parts. And well, we'll just draft a quarterback sure, for you. Right, right. I know. There we go. We'll trade up and draft your replacement. <laughs> yeah. That's how we fix it, right? Uh, but, no, I, you know, Aaron Rodgers. But then Garoppolo on the other side, too, what I said in hour one, you look across the field and, you know, during the week of practice. Now, game time, it's not going to take effect. But during the week, you're thinking, okay, Aaron Rodgers, they tried to trade for him. They wanted him anyway. Um, that didn't happen. So they still go up to three and they draft a quarterback to replace me at some point. Yeah. So I'm on borrowed time here on a big stage. And uh, that can be a motivating factor depending on Garoppolo, what his makeup is. Uh, and then also, you know, Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur, that dynamic. We talked about offensive-minded head coaches and the egos that they have with play calling. We have LaFleur who wants to call plays on this big stage, and Kyle Shanahan, he's the best play caller in the National Football League. He's mm-hmm. going to have something, uh, whether it's Lance, a package with both quarterbacks, uh, but they're going to be dynamic running the football, and that's something that the Packers are going to have to stop. Yeah, I am on 49ers minus three in that game. Uh, I understand why there's Packers support. There was Packers support at four and a half and four when that line was higher, which I I get it. You're getting more than a field goal with Rodgers, right. uh, even three and a half there. So I, I understand the thought process, but I like San Francisco. In the mm-hmm. Monday night game, the Dallas Cowboys, three and a half point favorites, but three and a half even money uh, is the consensus line, a total of 51 and a half. It's an NFC East game. We talked about the Cowboys making their home opener uh, debut in week number three here. The Eagles, they I thought they could have covered against San Francisco last week. They had the red zone mishaps, but they outgained the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Their defense looks really strong. Now they lose Brandon Graham to an Achilles injury. They'll also be without Jordan Mailata with dealing with a knee injury. Andre Dillard will be the left tackle there. But Dallas has a myriad of COVID issues and injuries on the defensive line. And even that linebacker, Keanu O'Neill, he'll be out after testing positive for COVID. 
what do you make of this game between the Cowboys and Eagles? It, to me, it feels like a toss-up, which is why I grabbed the points with right. Philadelphia. But line sitting at three and a half total of 51 and a half. Yeah, you know, familiar foes, again, divisional uh, situation. And so I, I, I start there with the familiarity on both sides. Now you got new parts in terms of a new defensive coordinator on both ends. Uh, and this is intriguing to me because for the Eagles and the personnel that they have, uh, they've started okay, you know, holding the 49ers in check for a pretty good amount of that game and then uh, destroying whatever the Falcons was trying to do in that first one. But uh, on the road uh, with that defense, it gives them a chance. And that's why I like the field goal situation uh, in this one. Uh, and then Dallas on the other side too. Uh, Dak Prescott, the offense with injuries, inconsistency, suspensions. Yeah. Uh, it just seems out of flux, too, at times. Now, the running game got started for him. That helped them against the Chargers. Uh, and, but Dak Prescott, without all of his weapons, uh, how does he adjust to that, too, against this Eagles defense? I think that's, that's going to be an issue uh, in this matchup. And so, on the other side, too, the Eagles are so young. Uh, they're they're certainly dynamic too to give problems to that Dallas defense. And their coach is not backing down either. We're wearing the beat Dallas shirts uh, okay. during the week there, so adding a little bit of sure. gasoline to this fire of an NFC East rivalry out there in Arlington on Monday night. Amari Cooper, important to note, he's going to be playing. He says he's good to go. He's dealing with a rib injury. Um, I'm excited to see this Dallas offense when they finally get all the pieces together. Right. If that happens. We'll find out later on this season. So is, but is Ertz? I know he's coming back from Ertz COVID. Is, Ertz is back. Yeah. Ertz is right. back in there. So. I'm, good, I'm glad you pointed that mm -hmm. out. Important to note that one. Uh, so Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, that tight end tandem for the Eagles. Right. They'll be locked and loaded, ready to go for Philadelphia. One more game while we have a little bit of time. We touched on it earlier. It's an early slate game. Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans. Carson Wentz will play despite the two ankle injuries that he suffered against the Los Angeles Rams last week. DNP Friday, or rather DNP Thursday and Wednesday was limited yesterday, but expected to play. Now, Braden Smith, his right tackle, he's been ruled out for a second straight game, so he will be without his right tackle there. Jordan Glasgow, the linebacker, was ruled out with a concussion. But the Tennessee Titans, it'll be interesting. Their injury report, linebacker pass rusher Bud Dupree, DNP limited, but on Friday, DNP with the knee. So mm -hmm. he's questionable, a game-time decision out there for the Titans. Wow. Caleb Farley ruled out. Anthony Furks with the tight end also ruled out as well. But are you interested in this? I see there's been money coming in on the Colts here. Right. we got about 45 seconds. But are you interested in this Colts team at four and a half? I, to me, there's so much uncertainty with the Wentz injury. I don't even know where to start with this game. Well, that moves because, okay, is he, he's playing. Yep. And, and so that line has moved. And then the Titans defense challenged. Uh, big time. Now, on the other side, though, with the Colts, that offensive line and, 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 and Wentz, it's not a good match because he's been hit repeatedly. Yeah. And he's a high-risk player. How are they going to solve that with further injuries to that offensive line uh, against another professional football team? I get it, the Tennessee Titans, uh, with injuries on, of their own right. But it's crazy to think about that he's going to have a lot of success in this one. I'm seeing the consensus line now five. Caesars and South Point have five and a half, four and a half over at Circuit and Westgate in this game. Total sitting at 47. Show is flowing by, Pritch. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Final segment here, Point Spread Sunday. We'll take one last look at the early slate here in week number three in the National Football League. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game. Plus, full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's the final segment here on Point Spread Sunday. Femi Abebefe, Mike Pritchard coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino. And Pritchard, a couple games we haven't got a chance to touch on. One out in Cleveland. That's a really interesting game that I'll have my eyes on for sure. I don't have any bets on this one, but I just want to watch it just to gather the data point. But Justin Fields making his first start for the Chicago Bears. Bears seven and a half point underdogs with a total of 44 and a half. What do you 
it's a rookie quarterback. It feels surprisingly the fourth rookie quarterback out of this draft class mm -hmm. after Lawrence, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. And on Thursday night, it was Davis Mills who got the start. So, yeah, so feels actually number five in this draft class to get the start here in 2021. But a lot of money is coming on Chicago in this game. We've seen the Bears go from a nine-point underdog to now seven and a half. There was even sevens in some spots. DraftKings is at seven right now. So if you like Cleveland, bet them at DraftKings. But it's interesting to see this Bears team get support and maybe the market being that low on Andy Dalton or maybe that high on Justin Fields in his debut. Well, it's really crazy to think about this situation. Uh, I, I think the Bears should have started with Justin Fields Agreed. to begin with. Agree. Now, what was the storyline? Uh, we're going to play him when he's ready. Yeah. Well, injury to Andy Dalton. Now you hope that he's ready. Exactly. <laughs> he's against Aaron Donald. We're scared that he might get hit. Right. Well, here comes Miles Garrett. Sure. I know. Exactly. <laughs> so the unexpected has happened to the Bears. Are they ready for it? See, to me, the storyline is not whether Justin Fields is ready. Is Are the Chicago Bears ready for him? In particular, Matt Nagy. Yeah. Uh, this Chicago Bears offense is 31st in the league in passing offense with 135 yards. That's an indictment. On Nagy. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Justin Fields or Andy Dalton at this point. So I think Justin Fields gives the Bears and Nagy in particular more opportunity to be um, creative with the running game. And that's what the Bears do well. What do teams do well? What do teams not do very well? And, and so right now the Bears, they run the football. Uh, and, you know, and, and Justin Fields, he's not a, at a point in his career where he's going to be a prolific passer. We know that. And the Browns know that too. So mm -hmm. they'll game plan against that. But can the Browns stop a rushing attack that the Bears do very, very well. Now, the, the Browns, if you think about them and how they're created, uh, they have Pittsburgh, they have Baltimore, they have Cincinnati in their division. So, are, okay, they're built to stop the run. So then you give them a chance. But then you look at their roster, and they're not really built to stop the run because they no. have pass rushers. They, they've struggled against the run <laughs> right, so far. Right, and they've struggled against the run. So, uh, you know, that is in the Bears' favor as well. So uh, Odell Beckham Jr. coming back, I know a lot, that's going to make headlines too. Uh, but they lose Jarvis Landry, who is, I think, a, a fabric of that offense. Uh, so what is Baker going to do? How is he going to react? They have a great running game them, themselves in terms of the Browns having a great running game. Uh, which is going to be beneficial to you. So this one's a tough call for me as well. Uh, I think Justin Fields can make enough mistakes uh, to where Cleveland does cover. Mm -hmm. But then that curiosity effect here in play, uh, he's, you the see, unknown. he's the unknown. You see a <laughs> lot of optimism coming in for the Bears, though, right now. Yeah, the Browns injury report earlier this week was looking pretty just dismal. Mm -hmm. The center, J.C. Treader, he's questionable. Offensive tackle Jedrick Wills, questionable as well. Now, I believe both guys will play. Wills said he's ready to go. He was limited on Friday. Treader was limited Friday as well, but still listed as questionable right now. So if they can get their offensive line back, you feel comfortable with Cleveland at least. But the unknown factor, what if Justin Fields is amazing, is why I put the Brown. I know I misspoke earlier in this segment saying I had nothing on this game. I have the Bears in my money line parlay. I lose track of these things when you're a volume shooter. <laughs> you, uh, that's, well, you have a full plate. Like, you missed buffet. the beans underneath exactly. the Sides on the sides salad, with more right. sides even added in. Um, but I think the unknown is why I felt that the Bears' money line was worth a shot, mm -hmm. just because he could be spectacular now that he has a week worth of prep. And who knows? This could be a toss-up game that we just – because we don't know how. He could be terrible. Right. He could be amazing. One of the two. So I was like, hey, let me just take a shot with that money line play and throw it in there on the basis that he could be what he's made out to be and what he looked like at Ohio State a year ago. Well, my angle would be can Nagy allow that to happen or will he allow that to happen? That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, because Justin Fields, he has the ability to be that. 
But if coaches are hesitant or if they're holding him back or they're trying to gauge in time when he's ready, uh, that gives me pause in terms of maybe the Bears aren't ready for Justin Fields yet. Yes, Nagy, don't sabotage Fields, okay? I know you love Andy <laughs> Dalton, but please, just for my bet purposes. Uh, the Detroit Lions hosting the Baltimore Ravens. And this is an interesting game to bring up just because of the Ravens situation. Mm-hmm. Ravens right now, seven and a half point favorites total at 50 and a half. But Baltimore's injury report. Now I have to scroll up on my notes here because it is lengthy. I think it took up an entire page on my notes here, but the Ravens, I'll list the names after you. They're out. These two guys with injury. Ronnie Stanley is out with the ankle. Derek Wolf is out with a hip and back injury. Now to the COVID guys. Brandon Williams, defensive tackle, defensive tackle, Justin Matabuke, linebacker, Justin Houston, linebacker, Jalen Ferguson, all on the reserve COVID list that were placed on that list Friday. So those are four, five rather key members of that front seven for Baltimore that we know is excellent against stopping the run. Now out of this game, Pernell McPhee, another member of that front seven. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. He was DNP on Friday. So he's questionable as Mm -hmm. well. We've seen the total in that game tick up just a bit to 50 and a half now because of those Ravens injuries to the defensive side of the ball, but they will be having Marquise Brown, the wide receiver, Hollywood Brown, Deshaun Elliott had a concussion. He was questionable, but he practiced full on Friday. So expectation is that he should play as will cornerbacks, Jimmy Smith and Tavon young, but this Ravens team, it just feels like this is not their year. Whether it was the injuries before the season started, the injuries, once we got underway here, the way that game in Monday night went against the Las Vegas Raiders. And now you get key members on the COVID list. It's an uphill battle every week for this team, it feels like, Pritch. <laughs> it is a challenge for him, for sure. Uh, but they have Lamar Jackson, even if he's sick or not. I mean, that yeah. guy, uh, he's an incredible player, and he's a difference maker. Uh, where the Lions are at right now, uh, I'm curious about, Femi, because golf, um, he needs to stop with the turnovers. Yep. Uh, it, you look at the Packers game, they're in it. Yeah, they're breaking down defensively, but they need their quarterback to step up, but he can't step up because he's dropping the football, whether it's a center quarterback exchange or he's trying to deliver a wet football and he can't hold on to it. And, you know, for a new guy in a, in a team that has zero culture right now, that that's hard for me to, to back. You know, if I'm looking at the Lions in any situation, I could have caught eight and a half points with them earlier on in the week, but I chose not to. Uh, even at home, uh, you got veteran players that want out. They want to be traded. Uh, Campbell talked about the youth movement, so you know where they're yeah. going. Yeah, Jamie Collins didn't practice all week. He's not going to play because Campbell said, we're trying to trade him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I appreciate the transparency, sure. but that just seems like an, kind of an odd situation. And there. you have a bunch of former players on that coaching staff. Yeah. That emotions run over. They spill over. Uh, so it's just not settling right now. And then a quarterback who's not settled, he's clearly uncomfortable, even though I think the Lions, they have the makings of a decent offensive line. They have young playmakers, Hawkinson, and uh, they have other playmakers on the, on that roster, too, for getting the receiver's name. Um, Quintez Cephas? Cephas, or, yeah. yeah, he's decent, right? Yeah, yeah um, he makes some plays. So they have some younger players that you can get excited about, but it's just it's not glued together. Uh, it's not there yet. So that's why I can't back the Lions now. Yeah, it feels like it'll take a little bit of time, but there are a couple trends that say you maybe you should back the Lions mm. here. Teams that are 0-2 straight up are 28-12 and against the spread against 1-1 one one teams since 2010. Colts, Lions, and Vikings fall under that category. Also, winless teams, 31-14 and ATS in Week 3 when underdogs of 3.5 points or more since 2010. Colts, Lions, Jets, and Jaguars fit under that category as well. Those, of course, from Point Spread Weekly, which you should be subscribed to. If you're not, you're doing this whole thing wrong here. But real quick, 
Let's go ahead and run down some of the lists. Get some final thoughts okay. on the week three slate here in the NFL, starting with that Cardinals and Jags game. Seven and a half is the consensus line, a total of 51. Yeah, I'm going to have to fill out my card a little bit more. I'm going to add one more play there uh, to kind of uh, not match you, but maybe catch up a little bit. A <laughs> add, little a little, bit. add another side. Sure, here, sure. Love it. No, I, I like your <laughs> teaser right there with um, the Vikings going up, but I, I think I'm going to side with the Hawks on the road. It ticked up to two, I believe now. Yeah. Uh, it was at one earlier. I'm even seeing two and a half at DraftKings mm-hmm. that just moved there with a total at four. Two and a half, so I better get there quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's um, listening to sure, you. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know, Seattle, they gave one away last week. We know the story. Uh, but the Vikings, I, I, the field goal situation, it kind of favors me to lean towards Seattle and pick them uh, today. So, yeah, to recap your picks there, you are on Patriots minus three, then mm-hmm. a couple teasers. Chiefs down to one, Cardinals down to one and a half in one teaser. Then you have the former Pritch. Pritch team That's teaser right. here. Broncos down to four and a half. Falcons up to eight and a half. My picks, we can throw it up onto the screen there. It is just a plethora of plays, <laughs> as we call it here. Patriots minus three. Falcons plus three. Steelers minus three. Chiefs minus six and a half. Dolphins plus four and a half. Bucks money line plus 105. 49ers minus three. Eagles plus three and a half if you want to get crazy on a Monday. Six point teaser. Ravens minus one and a half. Vikings up to eight and a money line dog parlay. Football team, Bears, Dolphins, pays a little under 42 to 1. Let's have some fun here in week three in the National Football League. But we got a full slate coming up here. And what's coming up after us here on Point Spread Sunday as we wrap things up is the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi, Patrick Maher gets you set. And that is all the info you need to know here in week number three. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.